0: Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. David, good morning. President and CEO of the Better Government Association. Let's get right into it. Boy, for weeks on end, it seems like all we were talking about was coronavirus. And we will talk about that a little bit. But suddenly there is a new issue dominating the debate here in Illinois, and that's the issue of policing. And even though this began with uh, the death of a man in uh, police custody in another state, it has caused a lot of us to reflect on uh, how police are conducting themselves and how we are holding them accountable and whether we are doing enough to do that. So there is a, a, a lot of talk about The next steps forward, including the possibility of licensure of police, greater authority to investigate police. So, David, uh, bring us up to speed from your perspective. I know this has been uh, possibly a bigger issue in Chicago uh, than anywhere else in the state because of past incidents there. So how's this all playing out?
1: Right. Well, Chicago is unique in the state in that it is operating under a federal consent decree that requires a lot of reforms already. The byword these days is defund the police. And to some people, that means what it says, which is take all their money away and basically break them down. Uh, Governor Pritzker recently pointed out that that's, as he put it, a poor use of words to describe what many people really want. And in his view, what people may want is. Uh, reforms that could include, as you talked about, uh, licensing of police. Uh, It could include elimination of cash bail. It could include um, measures such as taking drug arrests and instead of putting people in jail for drug arrests, putting them into treatment. So we're going to see a lot of discussion about police reform It's about time. Frankly, uh, police abuses are known in the city of Chicago, but they happen all across the state. Uh, We're seeing protests all across the state. This shows that this issue is resonating and it looks as if there is going to be action on local, state and federal levels in order to reform policing here in Illinois and across the country.
0: David, you noted the uh, the federal consent decree uh, impacting Chicago police. And it's interesting to note that we had a number of these situations over the last uh, roughly uh, 20 years or so, probably dating back to the, the time of the Rodney King riots even uh, where uh, the, the feds would uh, come in and try to determine if there was a pattern and practice of discrimination and abuse by police, uh, demand reforms, work out these agreements. Uh, and it's been noted that those sorts of investigations have dwindled to pretty much nothing uh, under the Trump administration. So Attorney General Kwame Raoul is now seeking uh, from Congress the authority for state attorneys general to be able to conduct these sorts of investigations. Uh, any sense as to how likely it is that that will happen
1: i, I wouldn't be surprised at all to uh, see this the attorney general get additional uh, powers to uh, investigate uh, police abuse claims um, uh, you're right the federal government has really left the field on this under attorney general jeff sessions early in the trump administration for example uh the uh, Efforts under the Obama administration to get a consent decree in in Chicago were were abandoned, and it wound up being the state attorney general, then Lisa Madigan, working with the Chicago City of Chicago to hammer out that agreement. So the attorney general already has significant powers, but Raul is looking for more powers in order to intervene. and And I, I wouldn't be surprised that in this environment, it it, uh, it he wouldn't uh, see some progress in that regard.
0: All of these changes, unfortunately, have to be viewed through the prism of politics. We're in an election year. Uh, you're going to have powerful police unions weighing in on this, and you're going to have candidates who are going to want to be uh, sensitive to uh, some of the issues that are being raised here, but also don't want to be painted as weak on crime or weak on law and order. It's a real delicate balancing act.
1: It absolutely is. You've raised two issues that are really important to keep in mind here. One is that uh, there there is typically union representation in police forces, sometimes more than one union, which complicates matters even more. And that's always difficult, although there is an opportunity to uh, argue that rank-and-file officers don't benefit at all, and many of them are really um, spirited by working with cops who uh, are sort of rogue police officers and the notion of protecting the rank and file by having safe police practices and being able to weed out malefactors is something that one would hope is is at least worth talking about even in the unionized uh, setting um, and and then it's it's also becomes a question of resources it you know, this whole idea of defunding the police ignores the fact that in order to reform policing, you have to have re- you have to have financial resources to help make that happen. A lot of it relies on training, for example, on on new techniques that, that cops need to learn, on remediation techniques, et cetera, um, de-escalation. Those are all new in many police forces, and there's a lot of work to be done. So uh, there's a lot there's a lot to come down the pike on this.
0: Any chance of a special legislative session uh, to start to address some of these issues before lawmakers would ordinarily reconvene in November?
1: You know, there's been some talk of that. And um, the the Black Caucus in Springfield in the last few days has has, uh, made some noises about that. Governor Pritzker so far has deferred to the legislative leaders whenever anyone has asked for a special session. And Mike Madigan and Don Harmon, the, the House Majority Leader and the Senate President, have shown no inclination so far uh, to call legislators back for any special session, much less one focused on policing.
0: There, there's one other issue related to this that we wanted to touch on real briefly. Uh, it's not in our immediate Springfield area, but up in Joliet, the mayor is in some hot water because he decided to take some matters into his own hands when it came to dealing with protesters.
1: Right. We had this odd situation where the uh, the mayor of Joliet, who for Bob Odekirk, who who is himself a former police officer, uh, went out on uh, you know last Sunday with. Um, uh, to kind of keep an eye on how police were responding to the protest, he put on a, a hat that uh, was a police hat, and there's this video that shows him uh, kind of grabbing a person and being uh, fairly rough with him, pushing him toward a car. Uh, the person resists, and then a number of police officers jump him, and uh, it's unclear exactly what happened, but, but allegedly... He was then roughed up by these cops uh, there's there 's a lot of protesting. There are some local ministers calling for Otakirk to resign. His prior uh, police record, which has a number of different uh, um, uh, disciplinary actions included on it has has come to the surface and and so um you know it, it mayors probably should stay off the police lines, frankly, in general they're 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 not even in uniform, they're not up there if they were once a cop, their training is not up up to date um uh i'm I would hope Bob Odenkirk regrets that he did this, and it'll be interesting to see if he survives or not. <laughs>
0: Uh, I I don't know if uh, if regrets is going to come into the equation at that point. <laughs> I regret nothing. But well, we'll uh, we'll see. Well, we have not forgotten coronavirus. It is still out there. Although some people uh, are being accused of not really paying that much attention to it anymore. One of the people being accused of that is Governor J B Pritzker, who's being labeled. As a coronavirus hypocrite by Republicans, because after uh, spending months telling us to stay at home, avoid large crowds, do all of those things, the governor took part in a big protest rally over the weekend stemming from the death of George Floyd. So David, is the governor a hypocrite? (laughs) <laughs> well,
1: he certainly doesn't see it that way. He see, he sees it as uh there are certain issues that that you just have to stand up and be counted on even if it does even if you do so at perhaps some risk and he acknowledges that uh he was not necessarily following uh the current iteration of his stay at home or uh, stay removed order. Um, uh, Grant Worley of Naperville uh, calls him a two-faced politician for getting out there. Um, But Governor Pritzker defends his decision to do so. Uh, He notes that he was wearing a mask. And he tried to turn the tables on this whole thing by then pointing a finger at President Trump and saying, well, at least I'm not lying on my Twitter feed because President Trump raised the question of whether another uh, older protester, uh, the 75-year-old in Buffalo, Martin Cucino, who was pushed down um, by a couple of cops there, a very vivid video, and Governor, or President Trump raised the question of whether Mr. Cuccino was a, an Antifa protester, and there's no evidence for that whatsoever. So Pritzker tried to sort of turn the tables, but he's still taking some heat from Republicans who, are, who really, as a party, especially downstate, have raised questions about the cost of the stay-at-home order. And to see Governor Prisker out ignoring the rules, you can understand why this may have been upsetting for them, set aside whatever the politics were.
0: Particularly when you know that just a day or so earlier, the governor had talked about his concerns that all of these protests could, in fact, lead to a resurgence of the virus here in the state. We've seen numbers uh, that are as low as they have been on a daily basis since the uh, very early days of the pandemic back in March. The governor himself said he's concerned that all of these large group protests could me be, become sort of that super spreader type event, start those numbers climbing back upward again? And then he went out there. Uh, and that does seem to be uh, at least a plausible concern at this point.
1: Well, it it is a concern, and and the epidemiologists are, of course, quite concerned. We already knew there would be uh, likely a wave in the kind of early to mid-fall, but now there's a lot of concern that we may see kind of a mid-summer wave, uh, you know, kind of dated within a couple of weeks of uh, the, the first George Floyd Protests and and that's a legitimate concern. Uh, what Governor Pritzker his response has been: yes, that's a concern, but there are some issues that are so important you just have to you can't just stand by and and not participate. I really felt I you know morally obligated to be out there, and um, you know uh, he has a point. Uh, as we've seen across the country, uh, many many hundreds of thousands of people get involved in in. Uh, letting their views be known on this. And um, uh, if there's some risk involved, so be it, in their view. And I guess Governor Pritzker falls into that camp. Just asking, though, I mean, could people say, you know, Easter services were the same way? You know, I mean, I I don't know. You know, it, it seems to be that that would be important to people, too. Yeah, well, you're right. It's it's a slippery slope when you start making exceptions to your own rules. And and absolutely, uh, one could say that a a church service you have you're morally obligated to attend church. Uh, and now some would say, well, yeah, but people are live streaming church, et cetera. But the, by the same token, you could say, yeah, you could watch the protests and shake your fist at home or something. Uh, it, you're right, Chris. It 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 um it is a slippery slope it's it's easier at, to be uh dogmatic and 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 consistent on these things and governor prisker by making an ex exception has bought himself a little bit of controversy
0: yeah not not gonna lie the governor's usually pretty good in front of cameras and microphones and he kind of fumbled and stumbled because he was that asked that specific question yesterday about church services and uh, and he you know really kind of stammered and stumbled his way through that pretty uncharacteristic for jb pritzker uh we are unfortunately just about out of time for this morning david Grising, president and ceo of the better government association how do people reach you and the bga the rest of the week
1: I'm at degreising at bettergov.org. That's D-G-R-E-I-S-I-N-G at bettergov.org. And our website is bettergov.org.
0: And of course, here each week on full disclosure on the WMAY morning news feed. David, take care. We'll talk to you next Wednesday morning.
1: See you then. Thank you. Bye-bye.